Welcome to the Holsey B. Mark radio station. Listen, share, follow. Be part of the journey. Listen to things from cryptozoology, UFO, comedy, music, interviews, Freddy the Free Car Show, and much, much more. Enjoy the show. The Gift Piranha frowned as she looked at the gift her grandmother had given her. The haunched over creature was wearing a red and white striped baseball cap, white pants, a white shirt and a red vest. A yellow handkerchief was fashioned about his neck. He was supposed to be a man, except he was extra black, glossy skin, big white eyes with tiny black pupils. He had large red lips a large, flat gorilla nose and nappy hair. Most black people consider Jocko, a black lawn jockey, to be offensive. Piranha was still too young to realise that all it took for adults to judge and be suspicious of each other was simply the tone of a person's skin. But she was old enough to know that the doll she had been given was somehow wrong. Piranha has never seen a black person who looked like this. She thought it was revolting, and she started to cry. She wasn't crying because of the monster she held in her hands, but because she was afraid that her favourite grandmother, Anana, had gone crazy. Now, why are you crying to chill? Her grandmother asked her. Draco ain't nothing no cry about. This right here, Nana explained while tapping Draco's forehead. He's a magic negro. Well, well, it suddenly stopped the tears. Magic, she whispered. What's kind of magic? Any kind of magic you want. Broenna looked again at the figurine. It wasn't the standard size of a jockey. One would expect to see a display the fact yards of people's homes. Broenna's jockey was just a few inches taller than a Barbie doll. Jacko's clothes were unchangeable. His limbs didn't move. Now listen to me real good, child. You listening? Brenna nodded her head, and that she was. You best be real careful. I mean real careful. What it is you'll be wishing for now. Your mama is a hot-ass mess. Did you see that trilogy of Toro Doll she gave Brenna? That it was so caught up off guard by Livia's comet. He hit, he spit scope all over the mirror, the bathroom was filled with laughter. I suppose you held your, your call when Bree started crying. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself too. I so hate those vile black-faced minstrel show Aunt Jemmy dolls. Why do people collect them? It just drives me mad. People collect them so they can give them to their six-year-old granddaughters for their birthdays. Livia's laugh was boisterous. She shrugged her shoulder. I think it's okay with it because your mum didn't do anything really wrong. Well, didn't, didn't do anything wrong, really. The only reason Bree started crying was because she was confused. She's not stupid. Somewhere deep, she knew the doll was supposed to be a black man. I bet you anything the first man she compared that doll to was you, and then my brothers. It's hurtful. Representation, of course. She'd cry. I thought your mum handled it well. Besides, it's better if, if her first exposes... So much hatred and bigotry are introduced to her, here at home, by the people who loves 
the most, who know firsthand what it's like. God, could you imagine if you'd been seeing something like for the first time at school? She didn't look, live. She saw it at home. Brianna laid Jacko, Jacko down on the dresser and went into her bathroom to wash her face, brush her hat, teeth, and change her pajamas. When she came out of the bathroom, she saw the doll standing on the dresser. The little girl tilted her head in bewilderment. She walked to the, in, to the dresser, picked him up, and spoke to him. You have to follow the rules. It's bedtime now. Well, it's almost bedtime. I'll get to have a third snack first. Then we'll have to go to sleep. Brenna laid the doll down to the dresser, on the dresser and covered him up. So he'd be nice and warm. Once Jacko and the rest of the dolls were tucked in and settled down for the bed, Bree went on to her, her robe, put on her robe, and skipped off to the kitchen for a breakfast snack. When she got back to her bedroom, she saw the dolls standing on the dresser. Within dint and half, Brianna planted both hands firmly on her lips. Hips. What do I tell you? She demanded of Magic Lingo. She, she wasn't answered. Brianna's tired being reasonable. It was her first night in a new home with a bunch of other dolls. He didn't know. Baby just scared. Brianna found a long, shadowed oblong box and lined it with little blankets and tiny fluffy pillow. She took two books from the large doll house and put them in the box so he would have something to read before he fell asleep. She gently placed him in bed and tucked him in. She put it on his bed in a nightstand so he'd be close to her and make safe. As she climbed into bed, she began making mental plans for a tea party where formal introductions could be made. Bree was, was confident that by the end of the week, her newest doll would, be, would feel right at home. Hey, Peanut, how's he doing? Her mum asked for her as she sat on the edge of the bed. This is the first time she had seen a doll sleeping up around his nightstand. He's a little scared because he doesn't know everybody. I'm going to have a tea party so he can make new friends. What a thoughtful idea, Olivia agreed, and she made her some adjustments to the tiny blankets. After a few mo- more moments of idle chitter chat, Olivia turned off the bedroom lamp, bedside lamp, and left the do- door c- cracked. While Brianna woke up the next morning, Jacko the Magic Negro was standing on a nightstand.